Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another Mike Tomlin Tuesday. That's right. The Pittsburgh Steelers are rolling into week one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. That's right. They're rolling into week eight. And boy, it was nice to hear from a head coach that was coming fresh off of a win. Last week, you kind of got Mike Tomlin. He was a little bit, let's just say it. I don't want to say he was a little testy. I don't know. He was a little grumpy. And you think, you know, coach, you just won going it going into the bye week. But you didn't get the you didn't get that follow-up press conference right after it. And it was a lot of self-reflection that he talked about last week. So therefore, you think about that, you get that self-reflection. And you probably didn't like a lot of what you saw. So even though you're coming off a win, you didn't quite see it the same way, having to evaluate everything all week. But this week we got Coach Tomlin, got some smiles, got some laughs, talking about the Steelers coming off a win on their trip to L.A. and as they prepare for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Of course, Coach Tomlin started off saying good afternoon, and he said that it's good to be home versus a quality opponent. That's kind of been the Steelers' Uh, story this so far this year. They're they're when they play at home, playing against a quality opponent. This is their fourth home game of the year, and they've played. Look at this. They played San Francisco, Cleveland, Baltimore, now Jacksonville. They have had their best opponents at home so far to start this season. Um, Coach Tolman he acknowledged that you know it's Hall of Honor weekend. Acknowledged the two. Um, let's just say previous generations players going in the two offensive linemen and then also the two players that are going in whom he coached talked about that a little bit uh lots of information will be available for that this week um through the Steelers and everything if you follow them um he says that uh when it came to the last week's game that he was happy with the fight of the guys that they did um said that the Rams threw different things at them defensively that they hadn't shown to anybody so far this season. I'll say this now because I don't know that I specifically mentioned it in the Q&A part where he mentioned one of those things was that they were playing them sometimes almost – he's like if people line up in goal line in, in open field because you'd say you're going to be you know committed to running the ball, that's the kind of stuff they're going to do. Now that one I don't know that he said for sure, but he said about how the, how the Rams were running their nickel with their lineup – of players 
and how they were responding when the Steelers were coming out with three wide receivers was a way that said, we're still going to be really, we're, you know, concerned with the run. We're not just going to let you run. So the Steelers had to do some other things in order to get the run game going late in the game. So with that, um, he said that, you know, they, it took them a little bit to settle in coming off the bye. That was part of the reason why the Steelers opted to take the ball first, although he's like, you know, we both exchanged punts to start the game, so it didn't really matter. Uh, I'll talk more about this. I mentioned it some on the on the postgame show, but I'll, I'll talk about that more um, in Stat Geek about how really the Steelers standing up strong defensively to start the game has really been a, a, a key thing this season. Um. Let's see. So, you know, he says, you know, coming off the bye, sometimes it might take you a little bit more to get settled in. Um, he said that as the game went on, they won possession downs. That was that was a big thing. As the game went on, they won possession downs. And one of the key possession downs, this is something that will be talked about later, was um, the Steelers did make a nice stop on a third and three or third and four where T.J. Watt was called for offsides. Coach Tomlin went into that for a while. We'll get to that very shortly. That was not in the Q and A, uh, but that was he. He took a, a while and made a long statement about uh, about dealing with those kind of situations that you you hopefully will find very interesting. Um, he acknowledged that they did a nice job with their running back committee with two guys going down the week before, bringing in the guys they had. They still continued to do it. Coach Tomlin didn't didn't acknowledge this, but I felt that the Steelers were more concerned. They were selling out more against the pass than the run, which allowed the Rams to run a little bit more, kind of like how the Rams were doing it the opposite to the Steelers. Um, but that was my own observation. Um, let's see, what else? He's like, um, he said, especially the first half, you can't let the other team convert third and 11s. He says they gave up, he said, I think two different third and 11s. Those are the possession downs that you, that you have to win. They didn't win them early, but they won them late. And that really made a difference there. Um, he said that um, A players made A plays, uh, talking like TJ Watt. He says, you know, we expect it, but it still doesn't mean that we don't appreciate it. But, you know, we expect those big plays from TJ Watt, but we also want to acknowledge that we appreciate them when they do come as expected. So I thought that was a nice little way to say it. Um, he says that um, Deontay Johnson gave them something tangible, not just the intangible, but gave them things tangible in the field and said that, um, you know, gave some better matchups for George Pickens by Deontay being out there, um, which I think was very correct there, Coach. He says, you know, it was it was good to win, but obviously you've got things to work on to improve and get better. Then Coach Tomlin went into a long spiel. I, I didn't. I, he was going off so much, I couldn't take notes on all of it. So I'm going to try to recap it as much as possible from from what I remember him saying, where he said they didn't adjust to the tenor of the officiating crew. He's like every officiating crew kind of they, they have a different way of doing things, a different mentality. You know, you can get away with with more. I don't want to say necessarily get away with. They allow more fighting on between receiver and defensive back some crews versus others a lot of crews will you know he specifically brought up that tj watt offside he says a lot of crews will when you're pushing it into where you're lining up uh close to being in the neutral zone they'll give a warning to the player or to the sideline before they actually make the call on that they didn't get that in this game, by the way, Coach Tomlin talked. They just threw that one out of the blue, and it almost seems like, oh, yeah, uh, let's not – let's make sure that this drive continues. That's me saying it, not Coach Tomlin. 
but because uh, that one was a little bit, the timing of that one was sketchy because you could call that a lot of times, and the and the timing of that one was sketchy. But Coach Tomlin went on to say, you know, he wasn't. <laughs> this is the way that Coach Tomlin can talk about variances in officiating and and the um, inconsistencies of officiating from game to game in a way without being critical and getting fined by the NFL. In my opinion, he talked about having to understand this is what this crew is doing, this is what this crew is calling, and everything else. He talked about the um, the the penalties. You know, George Pickens got one. Um, Deontay Johnson got one for taunting. There was something that happened early in the game with Najee Harris where they were drawing at each other. I'm, I'm pretty sure there wasn't a penalty called on that. Coach Tomlin referenced that, which means they must have said something to them early on, which should have indicated to those guys that they, you know, that was kind of it. They, they, anyone else is going to do anything like that, they're going to call that much tighter. So based on that acknowledgement early on, those guys should have realized that as the game went on. I still think the Deontay Johnson thing was two guys that know each other goofing around and the official called it because it's what they wanted to do. Um, or that they felt like, well, maybe that wasn't pass interference. We'll throw that too in order to get him to offset. <laughs> beside, that's beside the point. But Coach Tomlin talked about that a good bit, and that was actually pretty good stuff that he talked about. So much so, um, if someone else isn't covering it at steelcurednetwork.com within the next couple of days, I'll make sure that uh, – if anyone else doesn't, I'll get that out there in an article form uh, to talk about that because it was some really good information that he said there. Coach Tomlin talked about injuries. He said the only thing really from in-game was Cole Holcomb with the ankle. Said that could affect him early in the week. Jeff Hartman talked about this. Um, I think it was on Let's Ride. I, you know, I listen to everything that Jeff does, so I'm trying to remember what show it was. Um, pretty sure it was on Let's Ride. You know, hey, Cole Holcomb had that. Sometimes adrenaline, everything going, you can keep going throughout the game. But then after the game, oh, man, that's really sore. And it can really, you know, hurt your preparation going into the next week. That's something Coach Tomlin was saying, that he could be affected early in the week with his availability. And then based on what he can do um, once they get going this week, then they'll be able to make a call more on him at linebacker. All right. Then you also have. Anthony McFarland, he says, you know, they're still looking at him. His 21-day window is still open, so they're still looking at him. Coach Tomlin did mention something. Some things are from a health standpoint. Some things are even a conditioning standpoint. Maybe he felt that Anthony McFarland needed a little bit more practice time and conditioning before bringing them back. The fact that he mentioned it before, and then he says, you know, we're still looking at him, kind of makes me see that that's what they want to make sure of. I'll be honest with you. Um, if both Deontay Johnson and Anthony McFarland have the same amount of conditioning ready to go. I understand why you could maybe pull back Johnson and not McFarland just because of it's Deontay Johnson. You know, um, not all players are created equally. Uh, that was me saying that, not Coach Tomlin. He went on and broke down some stuff with Jacksonville, talked about how they've won four straight games. He says that their that their their defense um, that you must manage their big guys up front. He says that they have a 3-4 structure with 4-3 people, which really gives them an advantage of how they're able to do those kind of things. And he said about um, it's another good inside linebacker tandem that they'll be facing again. He mentioned San Francisco and Baltimore having them as well. On offense, he says, you know, it's their, you know, two guys in the backfield that have been playing together, he said, probably since they were 18, and Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. He says – that and that Eddie Ann gets his yards. You know he gets things in chunks uh, when when he gets going, 
And with Lawrence, he says that he gets yards with both his arms and his legs. Talked about the dangerous eligibles that the Jaguars have. And, you know, getting ready to break it down for this week. So then we got into some questions, uh, which we will dive into afterwards, where Coach Tallman, you know, he's asked a little bit about that. Uh, where I wrote an article about it, he was asked a little bit about that challenge. Was asked some, uh, some, some, some other things with identity, things like that that you're not going to want to miss. So stick around. We'll be right back, right after this short break. All right, Steeler fans, we are back. Let's get into these questions that Coach Tallman was asked this week. Um, he was asked about um, um, with. Um, with with TJ's offsides, why it wasn't blown dead. Um, he said he didn't get an explanation. Personally, I'm like, if he was lined up in the neutral zone, that should be a free play, if that's the play they were talking about um, with it being blown dead. Um, I assume they meant the offside um, and everything there, but Coach Tom said he didn't get an explanation from the white hat, is what he said, meaning that he didn't actually get the head official to come over and tell him because of the pace and everything in the game. Um, was asked about, you know, Kenny Pickett in the first half. Um, Coach Tomlin, he's like, this is, it's been a question for a while, so we acknowledge it. But he really wanted to talk more about Kenny in the second half. He's like, you know, he rises in these moments. We've seen these, seen it since he was at Pitt. This is one of the things that attracted us to him. You know, same answers that he's been given about those kind of things. Um, yeah, you really appreciate that he can rise and win those games. Boy, it would be nice to get to see more of it. And that's obviously why they're asking about it. I uh, was asked about scripted plays and uh, what they're looking for. If, if they run scripted play, plays and what they're looking for in those, Coach Tom says, we do. He says, but you're not married to it. Obviously, when you get into a different third down situation, you can't run the next play on your script. But sometimes this is about gathering info. How do they, how are they going to come out with their personnel when we come out with this personnel and things of that nature, that some of it, you want to make sure you're hitting some of these plays early. Um, was said, would, would you like some splash? Hey, we'll take whatever we can from these plays. But some of these places you want to make sure you get certain things out there to know what they're going to do to then know what, what would be a good thing to do with that as the game goes on, which is a key thing to remember. So perhaps you know, people want to talk about all the coaching and the adjustments and, oh, they don't do it in the terrible. Sometimes the Steelers might – I mean, I'm not saying this is definite, but their slow starts, especially on offense, could be learning what the defense is going to do when you do certain things and then adjusting to that and having more success with it in the second half. I'm not saying it has to be that way, but that is a possibility. Sometimes you need to remember that. Um, asked about, you know, changing the script. He's like, you know, sometimes you got it. You got to do what he says. Sometimes you just got to do what we do better. Okay. Um, and talked about how, and I've said this a lot with things in the past, it's very results dependent. In other words, Coach Tom says, we have a third down play where we can, where we got George Pickens on a Keller Witherspoon and we throw that ball to him, but the ball's out of bounds. That ball's inbounds. We might be having an entirely different discussion today. So, you know, you had a play. You had a good play. The ball's a little bit there. Um, too far out of bounds, which didn't allow Pickens to keep it inbounds. Yeah, that happens. That's what's that's what's going to be going on. So, so sometimes just something doesn't quite go right, and then it changes everything. 
And uh, I, I say that all the time about things being very results dependent. That, uh, oh, it's a terrible play when the result is bad. And it's a great play when the result is good. There's times where I say, that was a great play. They just didn't execute it. It's too bad. And there are times where I said, even if they executed that, that's just not good. There's a difference there. It shouldn't just always be about the result. Okay. All right. Uh, we talked about, you know, you talk about the takeaways, turnovers, and things like that with Coach Tom. They're like, how do you look at things like missed field goals and fourth down stops? He's like, you know, we don't look at them. We acknowledge that they're significant, but we can't add those to our statistical totals when they're not part of the NFL statistics when it comes to takeaways. But yeah, getting keeping a team far enough away to miss uh, a field goal, um, that's a key play. You know, getting a fourth down stop, that's a key play. Even though it doesn't count as a turnover, it almost has the same results. Was asked about the tight ends, um, if they weren't used much because of the because the, the loss of Pratt Faramuth came later in the week. Um, Coach Salmon just says there are a lot of things that contributed to that, including the return of Deontay Johnson. Was asked if they're going to use him more this week. Coach Salmon's like, why would I tip off anybody to that? And, you know, just kind of laughing about it. like if we are, or even if we aren't, I'm not telling you. He's like, I think he, I think if I remember, that was the case where he said, you might need to ask me that more later in the week. But even if you ask me later in the week, I'm still going to tell you. <laughs> um, and so it was a much different attitude from Coach Tomlin this week than last week. Um, was asked about, let's see, what was the next one? Oh, Dan Moore Jr., him coming back. He said, um, he said he gives a solid play and demeanor. Dan Moore Jr. did have a nice game. Um, was asked about, you know, any kind of debate, you know, debate between Moore and Jones. And he's like, we're not going to peel back the curtain on that. Even if there wasn't, I didn't acknowledge there was a debate. And even if there was, I was going to tell you, that was another one of those things, um, which I, I really like those kind of answers. Coach, uh, Coach Hall was asked about the, uh, you know, the identity of the team. And he just laughed and said, you must be listening to where I uh, my sit downs with Bob. That's with Bob Labriola. They've run an article about those on Steelers.com on game days. Actually, some really good stuff are there. Um, he's like, he's like, but in 2023, it's more the intangible things than the tangible. Um, that that he said, you know, and 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 he's like, stating your identity only is going to make it more difficult for you. That's what Coach Tallman talked about. If you if you state your identity is running the football, running the football, running the football, you're going to be facing goal line defenses in the open field. Because they're going to say, we're going to take away your identity. So stating what you want to do is kind of working against yourself, was what he was saying there. And, and I agree. Then Coach Tom was asked about that challenge. Um, was asked if he specifically was challenging the what I wrote an article about, the fact that, yes, his toe of his second foot touched down inbounds. But if the rest of his foot comes down as part of that same step, it has to be in balance. And, of course, the TV wouldn't show the fans that at all because they want to have these highlight catches to be able to show, you know, they, they can't do the jacked-up segment anymore of big hits because we can't talk about big hits anymore because this is pr promoting, you know, too much injury and stuff. So now what product is the NFL selling? These circus highlight catches. Well, you can't promote them if they get overturned. So what happens? Fox doesn't even show the viewers that the fact that he was out of bounds and it should have been overturned. They don't even say about how it was, uh, that, it, that it wasn't confirmed. It was merely 
that it, that they that it stood. They didn't have enough evidence otherwise. But anyway, get not to get continue to go off on that. I'm sure I'll do about that um, enough tonight on Scobro. But was at, was asked about if he was looking at that specific part of it. And Coach Tom said, "When you when you challenge, you're challenging all aspects of the play." Now there might be times where I say, "I want you to look at this," but really everything they should be looking at. And the reason that he challenged is he didn't like their pace running to the line. He thought it was a very close play, and it was so close. He said he was there, couldn't you know? Even from his view on the sidelines, he could not tell if he was in or not. Therefore, he felt it was appropriate to challenge in that spot. Some people say that was a terrible challenge. I'm so tired of people saying it's a great challenge when he wins and a terrible challenge when he loses. Stop with the results-dependent narratives. It was a good idea to challenge that, even though he didn't win it. It was still a good challenge. You can have those two things. If you don't understand the difference of those, learn more about football, please. All right. There, off my soapbox again. There we go. was asked about Patrick Peterson moving around. He says that's why they brought him in. Was asked more about, you know, Trevor Lawrence, what you've seen with his progression in his career. Coach Tom acknowledged that he hasn't really watched any tape outside of 2023 because that's when the Steelers are playing him. And he says that he has first overall pick talent. That's who he is. Uh, was asked about um, what, you know, what is it with the, in the fourth quarter that really uh, brings things out? He's like, they're not scared. He said, you, they, players are out there playing to win. They're not, they're, they're not playing not to lose. I like that. You know what? And that's something I'm worried about. The Steelers having a fourth quarter lead, going into the fourth quarter with the lead is one of those things that I think that that happened against the Raiders. It's been the only time that sometimes concerns me because I'm like, sometimes when you have the lead, you play not, you play not to lose. Um, But no, he's, he, but he did acknowledge them, you know, coming out, playing to win, going and do what they have to do to finish off the game. I was asked about, you know, Hey, it's Thursday night next week. You have to start changing things. How you do it this week for next week. He's like, well, we play Thursday next week. Which basically his answer is like, I'm not, I'm not even considering next week. I'm all about this week, um, which is what you would expect from Coach Tomlin. Was asked if he could, um, could, could um, talk about the similarities between James Harrison going into the Hall of Honor this weekend and T.J. Watt. He laughed. He says it's easier to talk about their differences, but he says they both have a have a huge amount of preparation and everything that they do, both in season and off season. Um, was asked about the Harrison interception in the Super Bowl, if that's the greatest play he's ever seen. And Coach Tom's like, yeah, it's up there. He's like, but there was a lot of great plays in that game. You know, talked about it. He's like, Tone's catching the end zone. And that's another good one, too. Um, then was asked about if there was any updates on Cam Hayward. He says, no updates. Shut that down real quick. That's what happens when guys are on IR. They don't have to say anything. Uh, There's a couple other non-significant questions and finished off with a question about Connor Hayward. Um, um, and about, you know, getting more playing time, you know, with Pat Peterson being, or Pat Peterson, sorry, with Pat Frermuth being out. And his quote was, you said it, Pat's out. So that's the deal. And that's the press conference. Sorry if I went off on a couple of those other little things in there, but make sure you are checking out all of our podcasts that we have coming up. We have a regularly scheduled week before we have a short week next week. I don't know yet until the Steelers announce it. If Tomlin's press conference will get bumped to Monday or if we'll be back with this again on Tuesday, I'm not sure. But make sure you're on the lookout for it because next week is one of the two short weeks that the Steelers have this year because they have two Thursday night games. But much like Coach Tomlin, we'll worry about next week. Next week, this week, we've got our great lineup of all our shows coming this week. Make sure you're checking them all out. 
Whew, and check out steelcurtainnetwork.com. We are doing everything that we can to get stuff rolling there. So make sure you check it out, trying to bring you the best content that we could possibly do. So that's it. And as I always say, to finish these out, go Steelers. <laughs>